classic. Ah, uh, classic. Ah, uh, the classic episode. Ah, uh, you know what's classic? Uh, keeping the metronome on. Yep. Like we do sometimes on this show. You know, um, my check my bandmate and um, as of right now, secret band that definitely exists. Yeah, uh, I know the band you're talking about. Yeah, I'm familiar with um, it. He sent a uh, a demo in the group chat and left the metronome on. Oh, um, that's awesome! Was was it who I think it is? No, it was Ryan. Really? Yeah. Oh, damn. Ashton okay. would never leave the metronome. <laughs> he is. It's fu- just funny. He is to far imagine. too particular about. Yeah, that. no, Ashton's too much of a perfectionist. I just like to imagine Ashton leaving the metronome on so that I can maybe <laughs> relate to someone that talented. Um, hey, I mean, you know, we can't all be perfect. We can't all be winners. How was the creator? It was really good. Um, it it started out, and I got worried because <laughs> the the first like half an hour or so is like not that great. Okay, but word. By the end of it, it definitely had me. Um, okay, all right. It looks phenomenal. It was shot on a four thousand dollar camera. You can go buy at Best Buy like right now, which I was pretty it, impressed. Looks like it's shot on film. <laughs> That's amazing. Like it's so crazy, and there's not a single moment in the entire movie where the effects look anywhere close to fake. Before we talk more about movies and mm-hmm. how good they are and how much I want to make them, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I feel like you and I have locked into such a rhythm in this podcast that like <laughs> maybe we don't talk enough. Like outside of life because we're saving it for the pod all the time well for me i i don't talk to people that's ever. true yeah you don't really talk to people in general i don't talk to like i i'll talk to to jack occasionally like if we're gaming i'll talk to him sure um, yeah are you are you a big headset microphone type I, of guy or definitely no? yeah okay word, word um using using it a lot while the game's going on or no yeah Okay, yeah. word. Um, word. Well, no, not not a headset. I thought you meant like headset, space, microphone. Like the two things are different. I don't have a microphone on my headset. I have a separate microphone. No, 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 no. Yeah, that that part I understood. Okay, I, cool. I was I I more meant are you somebody who talks throughout the game? Yeah. Okay, yeah. word. Because usually we like lately we've just been playing a lot of TF2. Word. Um. So I mean, yeah, I don't talk to people outside of. <laughs> gaming nice. or nice. or this podcast <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. no for sure um uh i haven't followed you back on letterbox yet it's a big point of contention in our friendship yeah I'm i don't know honestly, if i'm going to i think it might be funnier <laughs> if i never do this is it this is the most unbelievable happening in my entire <laughs> life no i'll do it right now i'll do it right now I can't. Um, I can't believe that Carson Pace won't follow me back on Letterboxd. <laughs> Speaking uh, of, oh, I have a funny bit for the intro. Do you want to hear it? Oh yeah, yeah. What's your intro? Welcome back to the special late night version of oh, this ain't yeah. a scene. It's a podcast. Yeah, I'm, this is. I'm one of your hosts, Dawson. I have he/him pronouns, and oh. I have a smooth devil across the table oh, from me. All right, I'll take it. Um, well, Mr. Peanut Reject, um, <laughs> my my name's Carson. Welcome to the late night edition. Um, I don't have any. I don't have a drink to sip. I don't either. Oh, <laughs> um, I just I just followed I just followed Dawson. Awesome. 
Let's go. I just um, got an email about that. <laughs> they send you an entire email? Yeah. Brother, you're out here giving Casino Royale four stars? Yeah. That's a five-star movie right there. It's good. I'm also blinded by nostalgia since I saw that in theaters, and I think it... If I had seen it in theaters when it came out, well, one, I'd be like, well, when did that come out? Like 2007? Yeah. Yeah, I would have been seven years old, so I probably would have been... 2006, was, yeah. I probably would have thought it was the coolest thing ever. I think I think that I it was like maybe the first PG-13 movie I'd ever seen. Hmm. Like in theaters, that my dad was like, "Yeah, you can see this one," mm. and I was like, "This is awesome! This is so cool!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I remember my first PG thirteen movie. I remember my first R rated movie. What was your first R? The Matrix, which is like barely an R rated. Oh, uh, I'm, uh, I've de- well, I definitely saw PG thirteen movies in like at like at home i'm i'm more mad in theaters i, I didn't for where where your parents time. count can't fast forward through all the naughty yeah stuff. we we had a did i have i told you about clear play i know about clear play but you we had told me about clear play we had a clear play at, no way our, really yeah like my parents were super protective of us for for like our adolescence like for starting out yeah um they're not anymore they don't they don't like give a shit because <laughs> i'm an adult <laughs> but um like i saw oppenheimer with my dad like that yeah shit i also saw oppenheimer with my dad let's go and like <laughs> i don't know if i still like i don't know if it just happens but like boobs on screen next to my dad i'm like is he gonna cover my eyes like I'm <laughs> fully a 26 year old man my mom <laughs> definitely will try to if there's boobs on screen that's so funny she'll she'll cover her eyes and then say to me cover your eyes that's so funny but um but you're like mom i'm looking at these yappos right i'm, <laughs> I'm taking a peek at these bazoingas right I'm now i'm taking a gander at these hunters. i'm taking a propaganda at these bazoingas right now <laughs> let's go but um yeah we had a clear play uh dvd player and i tried looking into this like late like more recently it's like a pretty niche thing I thought this was like yeah. more widely distributed, but I could like barely find anything about it. We had one at our school, my Christian school. Mm-hmm. We had one. It was solely for the drama department. Oh, I remember my first PG thirteen movie. Oh, and it coincides it. with the clear play thing because um, we had this clear play, and that was what got my parents to let us start watching pg-13 movies oh okay but it was almost worse because like if you don't if anyone listening doesn't know what clear play is it was yeah a, explain clear play to people it was a dvd player that would um take the objectionable scenes in movies and objectionable by conservative christian standpoints yeah. um and skip them mm-hmm. so like if there was uh, if if someone said fuck, it would just skip over. It would just skip over it. Skip yeah. over the person saying fuck. If there was gore, it'd skip over that scene, um, which almost made it worse. <laughs> yeah, because for the longest time, like, because my first PG thirteen movie ever was Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Um, okay, and there's a scene in that movie where um, one of the characters cuts his hand off. Um, and <laughs> I see where just, this is going. <laughs> it just showed him like holding up a knife to his hand 
And then it skipped to him screaming in agony. And I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this And like my imagination like was like, oh my God, they must have like fucking showed it in like this yeah. graphic detail. And yeah. then I watch it like normally. It's so fast. He just like, yep. hands gone in the cauldron already. Like my what I had dreamt up, what like would have happened yeah. for that scene because it got skipped was way worse than what it actually was. Interesting. It was so crazy. We had one in the drama department, but I think it was solely because, like, to teach a drama class, you have to show some, like, risque material to the class, I suppose. Yeah. Like, I think maybe when they were doing Godspell, there was, like, some stuff that had to oh, be skipped definitely. over. <laughs> um, they I'm still surprised. did Godspell. I'm surprised they did Godspell. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um... That, like, nears blasphemy at points. I don't know why they did Godspell, but, uh, I mean, I think we had a drama teacher who was deeply, deeply closeted homosexual. <laughs> like, oh, well, there it this is. This poor guy, like, I, I think about him often. <laughs> like, yeah. I think about him all the time where I'm just like, oh, dude, that stinks. You're a <laughs> drama teacher at a Christian school. He yeah. definitely loved Godspell and was obsessed with it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, my first rated R in theaters was, I think, The World's End, mm. the last of the Cornetto trilogy, mm-hmm. and I think I think my first PG-13 was Casino Royale, if not Revenge of the Sith, because mm. Revenge of the Sith was the first PG-13 Star Wars, mm-hmm. so. Banger movie, honestly. Oh, let's go. Let's. <laughs> Yes, yes, sir. I have, like, th- there was a long stretch of, of my teenage years where I was like, the prequels are fucking cringe and they suck. Yeah. But now they're hype. Now I think they're awesome. Yeah. I, th- I, don't, I don't know how much we've discussed this on this show, but I fucking love the prequels, man. Yeah. And it's not, like, nostalgia blinding me. I genuinely think they're, like, better and, like, riskier movies than, like... 90% of the Star Wars content. They are definitely out. riskier than 90%. Yeah, of whether Wars or not content. that pays off is is <laughs> is not the point. Like you can definitely tell that is the singular vision of one man. Have I told you that I like all of my like all the employees I manage at work, we won't say where I work, but all of them are like 10 years younger than me. Mhm. Because like high schoolers need like restaurant jobs yeah. and like this is like a simple easy thing that they can do after school yeah um fx will frequently marathon the sam raimi spider-man movies mm-hmm. um which like i saw all of those movies i don't know if i saw all of them in theaters i at least saw three in theaters but i have very very fond memories of watching the first one and the second one, like just over and over and over again mm-hmm. as a kid. So like they're on TV. I'm going to put them on TV, like yeah. in the TV behind the bar. Like, why not? You know, yeah. if no one's in the store, if there's not like a big sports event going on, like I'm going to put on FX's marathon of the Spider-Man movies just to like enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. End of Spider-Man two is playing. And, uh, there's like a slightly melodramatic scene in it. Mm-hmm. And like one of the kids that I work with, who's like, I don't know, 17 or 18, he was like, he was like, see, I like all the action, but I don't like whatever this is. <laughs> and it was like just kind of melodramatic. And I was like, 
it's risky and it's fun and it's campy and it's Sam Raimi. You don't understand. Like, I I felt like I don't fucking old, get it. Old man, I yeah. was I yeah, I was very upset. I was very upset that they were calling the Sam Raimi Spider Man movies corny and melodramatic. Yeah, I I think like because I mean there was definitely a a period. I never got to that point with the Spider Man movies just because like all three of those movies were childhood favorites of mine. Yeah. Um, but definitely if anything, like even broached cheesiness or melodrama for a while, I was like, Ooh, cringe. But like, that's yeah. just, that's just kind of a, a mentality that you have as a teenager, I guess. So like, now I just think it's acting like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> like it, it really does bother me. The last movie thing. And then we'll talk about this very, very good song that we were very excited to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Children of Men last night. Mm. Have you seen that? I've been meaning to. I, I Holy haven't. shit, what a movie. Yeah. I loved it. It's so good. I uh, know Quran is a fucking madman. Yeah, I mean, I think Gravity is fine. Yeah, I it's all right. Is all right. Harry um, Potter 3, though. God Harry damn. Harry Potter 3. Whew, God what damn. <laughs> what a movie. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how the fuck he did that. <laughs> yeah, no, neither do I. It's such a good movie. <laughs> it's, I think that's my favorite Harry Potter. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Order of the Phoenix is pretty good. I would put that as my number two, I think. Mm-hmm. And then Deathly Hallows Part 1 bangs. Honestly? Deathly Hallows Part yeah. 2 is fine. Yeah. They did not need to. Well, maybe they did make, need to make it two movies, but Deathly Hollows Part One is is crazy good. Part One is like, I, I thought it was all right when I was younger, and then I rewatched yeah. it more recently, and I was like, dude, what a movie! <laughs> no, there, way. I also don't think like that's one instance in which case like a Part One and Part Two like you could not cut it down into like both parts into a two-hour movie. No, not I don't think all. you could do that. There's too much that happens in both. The lack of music in one is so interesting to me. Mm-hmm. There's like barely any, and it, it 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 works so well, which is so crazy because like the the music in that series is like so iconic, super iconic, yeah. And like, I mean, it's worth noting, fuck J.K. Rowling, but she's not the only person who worked on those movies. Ah, uh, we're talking about uh, the movies. I'm not talking about the books at all, homie. Yeah, exactly. I haven't read them shits. <laughs> Why would I do that? Just figured I'd put that out there. Uh, we don't like that woman. Um, but it's like. It's such an interesting choice, especially for such a big blockbuster yeah. movie like that. Because um, I think I saw that one in theaters. Um, I'm trying to remember. I saw uh, that one in theaters, yeah. I think the only ones I saw in theaters were 6, 7, and 7 Part 2. Um, really? I feel like I saw... I feel like I saw 3 to the last one in theaters but i could be wrong about that well you got to remember um one yeah i'm three years younger than you and True. two my parents uh didn't let me watch uh pg-13 movies <laughs> and <laughs> that's fair the first three movies had come out if i did see any of those in theaters i don't remember i probably didn't mm. um because, you know, the, uh, I have a funny brain condition where my memory just doesn't fucking work at all. Yeah. And, like, if, you, if I try to go back far enough, I just don't remember it. Yeah. For the vast majority of things. I remember doing a somersault down the stairs and almost dying when I was, like, four. Nice. Um, okay. Yeah. I was, like, I was, like, singing a song about 
having friends and then I tripped and fell down the stairs head over heels. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> my that mom is a was formative memory. <laughs> yeah. My mom was like freaking out, but I was chilling. Like I was fine. Yeah. But like, you know, you grow older and you're like, damn, I could have actually broken my neck. <laughs> my dad hit me in the face with a snowball when I was like very, very little. Mm-hmm. Like top velocity as hard as you can hit a kid in, in the face with a snowball. And I, like, will still remember, like, how that felt on my tiny little face. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like needles. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Especially with, like, how small your face is when you're, like, four or five years old. Like, you don't have a very big head. You know what I mean? All those nerves are clustered into a smaller area. Yeah, so everything just hurts like a bitch. (laughs) Fuck that guy. Uh, (laughs) Anyway. with a snowball. (laughs) Yeah. Let's talk about Pavlov. Uh, that's the song we're talking about. Here's a snippet of it. And it's over. And it's over. <laughs> I, we should just, I mean, I don't think we can get copyright stricken for it. We can. We should just play the whole thing. We, we can't for do For a song that. that's just on YouTube? We can't do that. It's still, still UMG and, and whatever. Fuck. Fueled by ramen or like, those, those YouTube uploads are absolutely copyright claims. They're yeah. just not taken down. True. Um. Do you think Michael Jackson's songs are copyright claimed? Can we play one right here, <laughs> right now? I think Michael Jackson's songs are absolutely copyrighted. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Pavlov. Um, Pavlov. Pavlov, excuse me, yes, because the, of the pun that this song is. Yes. Um, Off rip, banger. Holy shit. Off rip. We are song. so fucking back. We are so fucking back. Um,. For those who don't know, um, this is a B-side from the best album ever made, Folia Do. Yes. Um, it's not on the album for reasons I think I know why, and um, it's... Oh, you think you know why? Yeah. Okay. Not like the reason... I don't have like a confirmed reason like from the band, like I didn't read an interview or anything, just from what I got from the song. But um, it is... Um, I think it was exclusive to a CD in Japan or something yes, like that. Yes, it was a Japanese exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, which bands do sometimes. Carly Rae Jepsen did that for Emotion, and the um, the songs that were on the Japanese exclusive were not available in America until last year. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Wow. And they're good-ass songs, too. <laughs> I... Uh, uh... So a lot of times, uh, like getting your music distributed in Japan um, requires you to be signed to a Japanese label, mm-hmm. and sometimes you can sweeten the pot and like, you know, get uh, get like better placement in Japanese CD stores if you have like extra songs. Mm. Um, which is why we don't have a good distro deal for celebrity service in Japan, but. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, are there B sides for Celebrity Therapist? No, not at all. Nice. No, we recorded eight songs, and eight songs went on the record. So, Hell yeah. <laughs> if there were B sides, I feel like it'd be very interesting. I, a lot of people are thinking the new songs that we're releasing are are B sides from it, and I'm like, <laughs> no, these, no, these are very different. These are very clearly very different. Yeah. So I feel like people just see it an EP released like within a within a year of an album coming out and think, oh, it's B sides. Yeah, no, no, I'm like uh, perfectly good to assume that. Yeah, um, but, but you this... also got to remember that we are both um, not rich and true. not in true rich bands. So yeah, 
We got to go into the studio with a concrete plan. With a concrete broke mindset. <laughs> we can't go in like Fallout Boy and just record a fucking heater and then be like songs. Yeah, or... let's uh, let's leave that one off for the funniness of it all. Yeah. Uh, this one's crazy. Yeah. Um. Honestly, if there's a Fallout Boy song, an unreleased Fallout Boy song better than this, would love to hear it. Mm-hmm. Granted, I'm sure there's some so much for Stardust demos, B sides, etc. that we don't know about that haven't come out yet. But there's not one better than Pavlov at, at all. Mm. Um, I understand it's uh, non-inclusion on or it's disclusion. Is that exclusion. A word? Exclusion. I'm so stupid. <laughs> uh, from the record. Um. And uh, I I get it. Mm-hmm. I would have just really liked to have this uh, on streaming and on CD uh, when this record came out. Because if I had known about this song when this album came out, I feel like my life looks very different. Like mm. you know, well like if you're I, in Japan, I have millions of dollars. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, if I if I lived in Japan at the time, I would have gotten it, but mm-hmm. unfortunately not. If you, you lived know. in Japan by now, you'd have millions of dollars. That's right. Yeah. I've been thinking about what would happen if I won the lottery a lot lately. Really? Yeah. Which I feel like is not a healthy mindset. Well, first of all, we'd buy Fallout Boy tickets. Yeah. Frame one. I buy Fallout Frame ti- one. I buy Fallout Boy tickets and an original Gun. pressing of oh. X Military. Okay. And a rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. A javelin rocket. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is such a stupid thing to say. <laughs> For some reason, I feel like I've fired a javelin rocket before in my life. No, you haven't. <laughs> you absolutely have, have not. You haven't. What if I have and I just if forgot you, about if it? If you fired a javelin rocket, you would have written that into a song by now. That's true, yeah. And been like, and in interviews, you would have been like, well, fun fact, I uh, a lot of people it. think that that lyric is a, a funny bit, like, when uh, in actuality, or like an abstract yeah. thing. No, I, but I did that, though. And that'd be in every That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> but maybe I did. I, I don't, don't know. think you did. <laughs> that'd be kind of crazy of a thing to just forget. It's like, oh, damn. <laughs> Forgot about that time that I fired a javelin rocket. No, I feel like I have. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, if, if Pavlov had been released in America in 2009, I would have fired a javelin rocket by Absolutely. now. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, off off rip. Like, what's your what's your read on this one? Um, like, because if in in my fantasy world, if this made the album, I'm not certain that this wouldn't be my favorite song on the record. I wouldn't go that far for me personally, um, just because, um, like, I I think it's it's. In Foley's track list, it's it's hard to imagine a song that is under a nine out of ten, um, and like a strong nine at that. Um, which you know, fucking ooh, spoilers for all my rankings. Shut the fuck up, dude. Disloyal Order of Water Buffaloes is on here. You really think I'm not giving that shit a ten? Um, yeah. But I, if this song was on the record, I would definitely. One, I'd be more familiar with it. Um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And and two, um, I don't know where this would rank 
in my like track ranking. Yeah. But I also don't have a track ranking. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> Not um, for this album. Because my favorite song on this record shifts like every, I don't know, week or so. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I mean, uh, you know, um, but l- let's do a little, let's do a little stunt, stunt, uh, stunt casting. Cause I don't have another stunt ordering maybe, um, <laughs> stunt ordering. let's, oh, let's do a little stunt ordering on this, on this, John. Um, do we want to do that now or when we have done all of the tracks from, from this album? No, 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 no. I mean like not ranking the songs, but like. Oh, like where this where yeah. Pavlov would fit on the track list. Like it's it's maybe a little too similar to America's Sweethearts to fit on there, to fit right there. Mm-hmm. Um, There's one song in particular. Um, I think it's very similar to in like one part. Which um, part? Oh, Rams. No, um, I think. Uh, oh, oh. Ship Gold Standard, because. Both of the choruses have a have a bit where um, they go where Patrick repeats the word "get" a few times. True, which I think might be the biggest reason they left it off the oh, record. Oh wow, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Well, let's take that out of the equation for a second. Let's pretend yeah. that that pretend doesn't that matter. this is going on the record. Where would it go? Um, after what a catch, maybe. Um, I don't know. Cause like the, I mean the the sync. First of all, the sequencing on this record is very very good, um, and it's like very intentional, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. or at least it feels intentional if they if they weren't thinking about it too hard, which it's hard for me to think that they weren't. Yeah. Um, but well, where would hmm. you put it? Well, that's I'm trying to trying to rationalize that. My immediate thought is after Water Catch. You get this big storming ballad. I don't know what's storming about storm. it, but this big ballad that like is effectively like an announcement that they're ending the band. Mm-hmm. And then you get this big positive fucking jam afterwards. I, I kind of think the opposite. I think 27 going right after Water Catch works because it's like, um, it's a more aggressive song. Yeah. Right after this big, um, oh, we're we're ending, we're gonna fucking die or whatever. Like, and then it's aggressive. Like, um, I think that just makes sense. So mm-hmm. maybe, um, maybe after, uh, Tiffany Blues. Interesting. I mean, the back half of this album is a bummer. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about instead of Tiffany Blues? No. No? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't like it either. I love Tiffany Blues. I think that's a perfect song. but And also underrated as hell. So Yeah. Have we talked about that one? Have we done that on the show yet? Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we Maybe? have. I feel like we talked about the the crybaby line in particular. Uh, I'm checking right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have done it. I'm gonna say yes, we have done it. Okay, I'm gonna verify as soon as Spotify will fucking load. Oh, I just realized I have important information to tell you. Okay, 
uh, has to be off pod, but like I forgot to tell you before we started, and that was just like burning in me to tell you. Okay, but, do you want to pause and tell me? No, now? it's cool. Okay. Wait, yes. Okay. Because <laughs> then you can, yeah. Okay. I hit record just you now. You fucker. Yeah. <laughs> that's so evil. I know, I'm to, so excited. That's, <laughs> I, I mean, that is, that's crazy yeah, news, and I cannot comment on it any further. That's we, so crazy. We, uh, we accepted it today. I was, I was mega stoked. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, when is that? Uh, like, mm, uh, after our January, February thing. Mm. Yeah. Punch. So like, yeah. Well, we'll talk more after. We'll talk more after. Yeah. Um. That's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and none of you have no idea. <laughs> you have no fucking idea what it is. We have not done Tiffany Blues. Have we not? No. Oh my god. <laughs> we we've done. She's my Winona. Um. And okay. Cash. That that might be what I'm thinking of. That might be what I'm thinking of. Uh, but we've talked about that lyric before. We've talked about the Cryberry Baby lyric before, right? I don't remember why we did that, <laughs> but we did do that. <laughs> maybe, maybe we're so awesome, dude. Maybe we're awesome. Somebody on Twitter can remind us. Yeah, what we. I'm were not. Cooking. I'm not sorting through back through all those episodes. Good no, Lord, no. I was there. I don't get to. Listen I was. To I it. was. I was there, and I don't remember it. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you want to? Um. Oh, there is one thing I want to bring up, which is this this song, and I don't necessarily mean this in a negative way. Wow, bored are you? We're, yeah, late night. Um, and this is certainly not a shot against the song. Mm-hmm. This is definitely a proto save rock and roll song. Um. Uh, it has some yeah it has some leanings stylistically that uh save rock and roll uh leans towards Mm -hmm. which is a bummer but it works here so does so much for stardust true that whole album feels like um it could have come after foley sure and if they kept going i feel like it would have been closer to that i'm not coping you are Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Jesus. Um Yeah, I mean my other thinking uh, uh I mean, I I think you're right on the money in in that it has that similar part in the chorus which I didn't even fucking notice even though I've been listening to both those songs for such a long time. It's so similar to the Ship Cold Standard. Um I I also think that it's like a little too upbeat for this record. Like mm-hmm. there's something that's not depressing enough about it other than the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Like instrumentally it it does like bang and bop. Mm-hmm. But also like sonically, if it doesn't fit on this record, I don't know what record it fits on. Yeah. Um especially since I mean we do know that some of the demos that became real songs on this album were like infinity on high things that they were like well this is too weird for this pop punk album that we're writing for this pop rock mm-hmm. opus that we're writing um and they instead ended up on this like i, I know coffees for closers is, is that's the case with that song mm. um this 
I don't know where this fits in. I don't know what the timeline is on on this. If it was written, you know, early in the record, if it was carried over um, from Infinity demos. Um, I don't feel like it was carried over, but also, yeah, neither do I. It's there's um, no way for us to really know that. There's no way for us to really know that. Um, but we can speculate a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no real information provided by the band on why this was left off of uh off of the record um but we did just watch a live video of them playing this song for the first time which they did this year mm-hmm. um which that's awesome i yeah. love that i that wish they rocks. would play it for me just just me in the audience one ticket sold mm-hmm. one performance of pavlov mm-hmm. i'll pay the money fallout boy i'll do it um and uh, P. Wentz called this like the holy grail yeah. of Fallout Boy songs, which I think is really interesting. Um, and I think m- maybe like they made it so good and like the holy grail, you do have to go and seek it out. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. If we're really going to dive into that uh, metaphor that was probably just an offhand comment on stage. Yeah. Um, but he basically was like, Patrick went crazy on this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In so many words. So it is the Holy Grail and that it is only available on YouTube right now at the moment. But I think that's that might be changed. Um, no idea. Frequent listener of the show. Uh, Krista Fuigera, Um Shout out Krista. Shout out Krista said that this was grayed out in some version of the album on Spotify, meaning that it was being prepped for an American release. Um, hmm. But also, I mean... It could also mean it's on Japanese Spotify. Could also mean that, yes. That is that is another thing. We'll say this record turns 15 this year. Hmm. Which makes me feel super old. That's fucked up. But, uh, wait. Yeah, it does. It does turn 15 this year, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, in like a couple days, so oh, wow. um, I don't, I don't know if maybe they're prepping some kind of fifteen anniversary, fifteen year anniversary, like pressing or re-release with this or something like that. But um, could be cool. Could be cool. I would love to hear it. They haven't done it for any of their other records. Don't know why <laughs> so, they would for this uh, one. <laughs> I don't know why they would do it for this one. They they do not like uh, they do not like looking at the past very much. No. Uh, they acknowledge it for certain, but uh, you know. Anyway, let's talk about the title. Um, Pav Love was included in the CD Deluxe Edition of Fall Out Boy's fourth album, Fully Ado, as a bonus track. The title is a pun of sorts. It combines the name of Pavlov, the scientist who conducted the notable conditioned response experiments, with the word love. Such a phrase hints disturbingly at a situation of conditioned or mindless love. Mm. Um, Which is a pretty accurate read. Pretty accurate read. Um, also hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious title. Um, yeah. Very funny. Um, yeah. Uh, when I discovered this song, I didn't know what Pavlov's dog was. Really? Uh, yeah, but I mean, give me some slack. I was like 16. No. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, like, under like this being the way I found out about it is like very funny. Yeah, I think uh, is is a very Carson Pace thing, a very Carson Pace way to find out about a significant science experiment. <laughs> you want to know something somewhat similar to that? That's a little off topic. Yeah, of course. 
So the name of the game with this show is off topic, baby. Let's that's true. So um, China has a TikTok analog called Douyin, I think. Um, I thought TikTok was Chinese. It yes, but that is not the one they primarily use there. Gotcha. Okay, it's um, called what now? Douyin or Douyin or something. Um, Doing yin. No. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. My bad. Um, but the the current biggest um uh it's it's hard to describe the kind of things that they do on on that platform over there because they are like years ahead of us in in terms of online streaming like they have um they have entire streams and like all of that set up to like for online shopping okay so like a person will go live and basically advertise products directly to their viewers and the viewers can buy it through the stream like qvc yeah kind of like that's crazy kind of like qvc except like young people are into it okay Um, i mean i rock with that yeah but i bring this up everything's cyclical who gives a shit about anything the uh all circles presuppose their end yeah exactly yeah whatever history repeats itself yeah and whatever but um the largest creator or, or salesman, I guess, <laughs> on that platform, uh, known as the Lipstick King, uh, he had a controversy a few years ago. Okay. Where one of his assistants held up an, an ice cream sandwich that looked like a tank. And you know intentionally? Unintentionally. This was a complete accident. Unintentionally, the ice cream sandwich looked like a tank. It was. I don't know what it was meant to be, but okay. it, it, I, regardless, it was not supposed to like be a comment on anything. Tank-shaped ice cream sandwich is hilarious. And man. if you know anything about Chinese censor- censorship laws, uh, Tiananmen Square is not something that you can acknowledge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that got shown, and the live stream immediately ended. And... The Lipstick King disappeared for three months. Holy shit. He was off the grid for three entire months. Holy hell. He's like, he came back. He's like, he didn't like get killed or anything. But like, um, because of that, because he disappeared for six, like for three whole months, his fans started finding out what Tiananmen Square was. <laughs> Because oh my god they previously did not know because it wasn't taught in schools or anything <laughs> and they wanted to know why their favorite creator wasn't online anymore <laughs> so they started fighting out of the of its square <laughs> it backfired so hard i love that dude that's so funny yeah. that's hilarious so that, i mean Tiananmen square isn't funny but no not that, at all <laughs> That is hilarious. So that that's kind of like you finding out about Pavlov's dog through through Fallout, Fallout Boy. <laughs> yeah, no, Fallout Boy was my lipstick king. Yeah, exactly. Uh, should we get into these lyrics? Yes. Okay. Um, cool. Maybe the most toxic lyrics on this entire oh, album. Yeah, big time. I'd probably even say definitely the most toxic lyrics on this whole. It's album. between this and maybe shipped. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We'll get into lyrical toxicity later of, of Folia yeah. Do, our favorite album ever. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. 
Yeah, intro. Oh, 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 oh. Do not have to read this. Oh, 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 oh. Well, there's specific commas, Dawson. I have to explain. Yeah. There's there's O comma O comma O O comma O comma O comma O O. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Yeah. Can you explain the the thematic significance of those commas being there and not being there. Yeah, I just did the cadence. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, but all right. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Um yeah. I, I there are so few lyrics in this song that I feel like we should just go through them. Mm-hmm. Um uh I guess I'll start then. Yeah, um, for sure. Verse one Popcorn goes. Dawson. <laughs> Verse one goes. Um, something to make my chest stir. Something to make my head blur. Oh oh. Oh I'm, oh. I'm not ready for a handshake with death. No. Oh oh. I'm just. Oh oh. I'm just such a happy mess. Whoa. 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 Um. Yeah. Damn. Uh. Damn. Like already, I get what's going on here. Yeah. Um. He's the dog. <laughs> he, he, has, he has got that dog in him. He, unfortunately, he is yeah, he is. He, yeah, you've got that dog in you, Pavlov's dog. You <laughs> idiot. Um, <laughs> that was pretty good. Thanks. Um, yeah, uh, dog in you, Pavlov's dog. Pre-cor- popcorn Carson. <laughs> <laughs> the drums are four on the floor. She's back to the bathroom for one more. That could mean anything. One more dog. Coke. <laughs> one more dog. Uh, one more uh, uh, tasty treat. I don't know. <laughs> um, Coke. Coke is kind of a tasty treat. Yeah. Not for dogs though. Not for dogs. Very important. <laughs> don't give your dog cocaine. I think the late night episode made me a little loopy, Dawson. <laughs> I think I'm going a little stir crazy. Don't give your dog cocaine. If you do, I will beat the fuck out of you. Yeah. Also, don't bring your dog to a show. Yeah, don't do that. I'll kill you. Dog's hearing is too good for that. Yeah. Uh, at least put big comical earmuffs on them. Don't bring your dog at all. Your dog yeah, doesn't want to be don't there. Don't do that. Your dog doesn't like music. If you really your have Your dog to. likes a singular pitch. If it's an emotional support dog, put big old earmuffs on them. Uh... If you need an emotional support animal to go to a concert, you don't get to go to concerts. <laughs> All right. No. Hard stance. <laughs> um, chorus, popcorn tossing. I'm the invisible man who can't stop staring at the mirror. At the mirror. Banger. Let's see what. Uh... <laughs> I fucking hate genius, dude. I, I wonder what genius has to say uh, about that. Uh, so. You know, it looks like there's one highlight over this whole line of I'm the invisible man who can't stop staring at the mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's two annotations. One of them is just I'm the invisible man. And the other one is who can't stop staring at the mirror. So I guess we got a lot of material here, Dawson. Mm. These lyrics in question may reference a number of things related to the novel The Invisible Man by H.G. Wells, which was written in 1897. Novel spawned a better known horror adaptation of the same name in 1933. On the musical side of things, the rock band Queen and punk band Generation X both have songs that are also titled 
The Invisible Man. Fall Out Boy is known to be fans of Queen, covering We Are the Champions in 2014. No comments on this one, unfortunately. You know, um, off rip, um, I thought Generation X was referencing X Ambassadors, and I was like, damn, what a dog shit band to bring up in this annotation. You know X yeah. Ambassadors? Yeah, their singer's blind, right? I don't know. I just know that their songs are terrible. Hey Siri, is the guy from X Ambassadors blind? U.S. Airways rally around. U.S. Airways passengers rally around blind man booted off flight. I don't think that has anything to do with that. No, I think that, I think that was the guy from X Ambassadors. But um, yeah, that band wrote um, Renegade and Unsteady. Yeah, former, both those which, songs suck. Former, they also had a big hand in that first Lizzo album. Oh. And for that, they can also get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, fuck that band. I don't I mean they might be nice. Fuck their music. Yeah. I don't know if they suck, and I'm not gonna look into it. What's he gonna do? See you? I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't even know if he's blind. I don't know if he's blind either. <laughs> um uh Yeah, um, so no comments on uh, the Invisible Man annotation. Uh, uh, who can't stop staring at the mirror at the mirror. No one seems to see him, and he feels invisible. He stands in front of the mirror, which could be a literal mirror or a metaphorical one, to scrutinize himself and everything he is, not just how he looks. Irony is used here. As if you're invisible, you presumably wouldn't be able to see yourself, yet he is staring at himself in a mirror. Hmm. Three comments. Um, one from Quirky Phoebe, which, um, Quirky Feeble, um, and then, uh, another from Janny Crosscheck, which, thank you for this one, which is just dot, 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 unless she's doing coke in the bathroom. Mm, Mm. Unless she's doing coke in the bathroom. Um, I don't agree with the, um, the irony part. Yeah, neither do I. I think it's just like a, it's a, um. A reflection on uh, how pathetically he sees himself um, trying desperately to account for his lack of personality with vanity but not getting anywhere. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, you're an invisible man. You look at yourself in the mirror and you don't see anything. But if you can't stop staring at the mirror, you're trying to validate yourself through your appearance. Yeah. so I think it's pretty earnest, um, even though this band does like to uh, be a be a little cheeky guy sometimes. Yeah, it's a it's a very relatable lyric. It is I, a good I, I think line. it's great. I I think that was my Instagram bio for a minute, which sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that blows, man. Damn. <laughs> yeah, that blows ass. That's so um, crazy. <laughs> um, the rest of the chorus. Uh, I want to make you as lonely as me so you can get addicted to this. You can get, get addicted to this now, which that is so toxic. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome, dude. That is like, that's like future levels. Of God damn. Now. Like, <laughs> too high, can't come down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you just flash banged me because my first thought goes to fucking, oh, I get it now. <laughs> song is song is called Toxic. I was thinking about Britney Spears. 
<laughs> awesome. <laughs> You're so dope, dude. I'm so I my fucking brain don't work at all. Um and uh Yeah, there's a there's a paragraph on the annotation on that one and I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think that needs I don't gotta read explaining. all that. Yeah, I don't yeah. That's nice. Or I'm sorry that happened to you. Um Verse two, it's three jinx, too late to talk to anyone but myself. Um Oof. Somebody who talks to themselves a lot. Um <laughs> and had a drinking problem. <laughs> Damn. Awesome. Uh and then there uh it's a three and two pitch walk to anywhere else. Um the way it's broken up on genius is wrong, but uh three and a two pitch walk is three balls two strikes meaning that the next pitch, no matter what happens, is either a strikeout or a walk, either good for one team or the other. So he's saying that it's too risky to do anything but stay where he is. You could hit the ball. You could fucking hit the ball, you fucking pussy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's my read on that. Yeah, that's my read on that. How you about you, fucking a fucking, <laughs> fucking uh, get, your, get your big boy pants on and swing at the ball, you How goddamn loser. How about you pick loser. yourself up by your baseball cleats? How about you pick ball? yourself up by your bootstraps and fucking buy a Ford truck? <laughs> How about you... How about you eat a whole corn cob and tell me? How about you... <laughs> I was about to launch into a bit that I had with with Jack and my friend Sully. Shout out Sully, sweet man. Um, where I don't know where this came from, but we were playing TF2, and um, I had the fucking the divine inspiration to act like Sam Elliott was telling you to kill yourself in a gas station. So, so it goes like. <laughs> Son, this Ford truck month, we're not moving that many units. I need you to go to the nearest racetrack and blow your brains out in front of the closest worker. Change their life forever. Can you do that for Ford truck month? Holy shit. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> that is fucking dying for hours. Uh... <laughs> Um, I need you to blow your brains out in the quick trip <laughs> right in front of the smoothies. <laughs> hey, if you're listening to this podcast, don't kill yourself. Don't kill yourself. <laughs> that is really funny. <laughs> do not blow your brains do out in the nearest quick at trip. Do not race track. It's <laughs> really funny. It Ford Truck Month doesn't need it. <laughs> Sonny boy. Don't listen to Sam Elliott. There's three bulls and two strikes. Meaning the next pitch, no matter what happens, is either a strikeout or a walk. Meaning the next pitch, whatever happens, you need to blow your brains out. (laughs) (laughs) If you start bashing your own head in with the bat, neither of those things happen. (laughs) I promise you it's smarter. (laughs) I promise you. Sonny boy. (laughs) I was in Ghost Rider. How about you take that helmet off and start bashing your skull in? (laughs) Sonny boy, I started in Ghost Rider. Find the soft part of your skull and just start hitting it. I rode a flaming horse alongside Nicolas Cage. He was on this is the best part of that motorcycle. movie. It's, it's, he's, like, he's like, Mr. Ghost Rider, if you're going to ride, I might as well ride with you. <laughs> and he has a skeleton horse that he rides on. You're going to ride? I'm about to fucking show you up right now. <laughs> 
And then he fucking looks way cooler. <laughs> I like the I like the idea of all ghost riders ending up at the same cemetery. <laughs> Just <laughs> Well, if you're gonna ride, I might as well mount my fucking Pikachu. <laughs> it does kind of like Pikachu in the movie. It does a little bit look like Pikachu. I was talking about like a this this was such an abstract bit for me. <laughs> <laughs> It was like a Pokemon trainer coming up yeah. to that cemetery. Nobody knows what we're talking about right no. now. Nobody's seen, <laughs> nobody listening to this podcast has seen Ghost Rider, Shouldn't. let alone knows that Sam Elliott is in it as Ghost Rider number two. Well, really number one. Oh, okay, there. shut up. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. He's the second Ghost Rider introduced in the movie. So I'm the second ball introduced to your mouth, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Son. Before you blow your brains out at the racetrack, I need you to suck my dick clean off. <laughs> Son, I'm about to introduce to you two fine gentlemen. They're both attached to my pelvis. One's left and one's right. They're my balls, son. Those are my testicles. Those are my testicles. You may feel the third one, but don't worry. I'm getting that checked out tomorrow night. They're both... <laughs> night, doctor. They're both on fire. They're both on fire. Oh, That'd be man. awesome if he if he tried to do the Ghost Rider thing and only his balls lit on fire. <laughs> they have a tiny little leather jacket wrapped around his penis. He's in a bar fight and he's like, you better not make Check me this mad. Out. <laughs> you best not make me mad. You don't want to know what happens when I'm mad. And of course, because they're like meathead drunk guys at a bar, they're like, oh, fucking, I'll kill you, old man. And then he's like, you asked for it. <laughs> And fucking his, out his, his balls light on fire. Pulls out his ghost rider balls. Pulls, <laughs> pulls out his ghostly balls. That's an awesome thing to call an old guy. What? Ghost- ghostly balls. <laughs> ghostly balls. Have you seen the movie Roadhouse? Yeah, fuck yeah, I've seen Roadhouse. Hell Good yeah. Good movie. Yeah, Sam Elliott's in that movie. Sam Elliott is in that movie. What a fucking uh, banger movie. Some some ghostly bald motherfucker hit me with his car uh, two days ago? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I got hit by a car. Yeah. yeah, I mean, nothing like bad happened. Yeah. This, I mean, like, you'd think being a 60-year-old man, like, possibly older than that. I don't know how old this guy was. He looked older than 60. Mm-hmm. You'd think being that old. Like, you look both ways before you cross the street and maybe check if there's, like, a if there's like a walk signal that's on mm-hmm. uh, in the intersection that you're going past. Riding my bike, um, I, like, am halfway through this intersection. It's not very long. This dude's just not looking. I guess maybe the motion of my bike made him think... Oh, green light or something like that. He accelerated forward. I yeah, he's go. like something's changed. I have to hit my gas pedal. He moved forward and hit my back wheel as such that only hit my back wheel. By the way, with his yeah. I guess front left part of his vehicle, and you know it was at like five miles per hour, but like it's enough for to knock me off my balance. Yeah, but I guess I got hit by part of a car. I don't know. But it was enough to knock the gears, knock the chain off the gears of my bike. Damn. And so I tried to pedal out of it, let alone deal with the shock of just being hit by a car. Yeah. Lightly. 
I I acknowledge that very lightly, but like you yeah. know, I Still. saw it move forward. You know all that stuff. Well, I guess I didn't because it was behind me. But um, like I try and pedal out of it. I can't because my chain is off the gears, and this guy just like is like sitting there shocked. Hits the acceleration because it's a green light, <laughs> and he's like looking back at me. And he's like, "I'm sorry." And, like, I'm, like, freaking out, like, because, like, I don't know what just happened. And I, like, threw my bike to the side and just, like, gave him the middle finger. He's like, I'm so sorry. Damn. But, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> I've never been so ready to kill a six-year-old <laughs> What would you do if, um... If I he... would call him ghostly balls. That was the point of the story. What would I'd you like, do? Listen, ghost balls, Wish, and i Listen, ghost balls. Yeah. What would you do if he turned around and... He got out of his car and it was Sam Elliott and he said, son, I have a mission for you. <laughs> Finish the job. <laughs> Do you know where the nearest racetrack is? <laughs> I'd suck him clean off. <laughs> <That's what I'd... laughs> um, anyway, uh, the Reddit loves this song. They have nothing bad to say about this song at all. And for once, I agree with them. Yeah, they, they love it. Um, I have like nothing of note. Uh, there's no like... It's mostly posts of just like, why isn't this on the album? Just like, I don't understand. When is this going to be on streaming? It's no just idea. a bunch of people who don't understand record label stuff, which yeah. is which is fine. It's Most fine. people don't. Yeah, a lot of people in the music industry don't know that either. That's right. Um, Not exempting myself from that. I've never even talked to a label before. <laughs> you're talking to one right now, baby. Oh. Um, yeah, I mean... Uh, I feel pretty confident that we can rate this, John. Um, but I have a I have a pretty controversial rating. Well, um, let's keep the viewers in suspense because I have some things to say. Oh yeah, yeah, go for it, buddy. Um, we just I... talked about Sam Elliott encouraging <laughs> suicide for like twenty five minutes. <laughs> oh no! I wonder if we'll get a a suicide warning on this episode. Or, like, I don't know how those are enforced. I don't know. I'm sure it'll be fine. Hey, just to reinforce, don't kill yourself. If you're thinking about it, don't do that. Um, talk to somebody. Sam Elliott is not real. He can't tell you to kill yourself. Um, <laughs> what else did you have to say? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, I think it's such a, an interesting, um, topic for them to write about because it's like usually the what does that sound it's just the water in my house oh. it's just the pipes i i thought it was like it's it sounded like a fucking avant-garde drum beat for a second it is i, was I like, programmed what? my pipes to do I that like, yeah. what the fuck I've routed the pipes that do sort of a blue man group situation. I just saw Death Grips last night, and Zach Hill improved over the whole set the entire time, which was like... You saw Death Grips last night? Yeah. Where did Death Grips play? Tabernacle. That's it, awesome. Was it, Nick Reinhardt playing guitar? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. So cool. And he's not on tour with them. Really? Yeah. As far as we know, he's still in the band. He might be doing meth. Oh, boy. Um, but, but they had a keyboard player, though, right? Yeah, Andy also. Um, Nick also did that. No way, Nick did both. Yeah, well, like Nick would um like play samples sometimes. He was mostly on on the guitar. Like he he did some fucking shit that I would have never thought of. Like you know the uh 
the high like arpeggio and and get got yeah yeah he tapped that on the guitar oh i bet he did yeah and it was so he's cool. like in the band now as far as basically yeah like i mean that's so cool what a good pick yeah that's awesome and they played unreleased music as the <gasps> house music and that's so sick did Sarah, it sound like nick was on the unreleased stuff or no i have no fucking clue <laughs> all right I, i'm just wondering but it's I'm like just, it, it makes me happy to see nick reinhardt get a win that's yeah all. absolutely like yeah. And he was fucking rocking out. I hope they drop that music and don't make us wait like fucking five years like they did for Gmail. But um, Sarah Bonito is on one of the songs. Really? Yeah. Did she sound cool? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it fucking owned. <laughs> I'm so excited. I have a short little video of it I'll show you after recording. Okay. But um, yeah. I'm um, so excited. Why did I bring that up? Um... Death Grips, Zach Hill, industrial drum beat. Yeah, uh, the pipes in your house sounded yeah, like an industrial drum beat. something to say. It's, yes. it's an interesting co- topic for them to write about. Yes, absolutely. Um, interesting topic because normally the like toxic love songs are like not this like cloying and, and desperate. Like it's usually from the the other end of like fuck this person, kinda. Yeah. Um, and like I hate myself and fuck this person, but this is like. I hate myself, and I'm trying to make this person as toxic as I am, which is like also an interesting thing for anyone to write about because that's a very hard sell. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's very easy to write about that and sound completely insufferable and like, oh, go fuck yourself. Like you listen to that, and it's like it's the same. <laughs> might be controversial. It's the same feeling I got. Like I feel like if this song was unsuccessful and like. And, and like listening to this song was like listening to a guy that you hate bitch about something that you don't care about. Um, which, you know, if this was like, if this was something that somebody was like actually saying to you, it would act, it would be like that. Yeah. But sure. if this song was unsuccessful and like I didn't like it or whatever, this would be like me listening to Is a Real Boy by Say Anything because I think that album is really obnoxious. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> I I I don't like the guy behind Say Anything. <laughs> I don't like him. Many people do not. <laughs> and it came through very hard on on that record. Not no. it, not as hard as on um In Defense of the Genre. I haven't listened to that. Um uh Portrait of an Ugly Man by Remo Drive. Oh. Um I think that album sucks and uh, the singer comes off as a huge dickhead on that record, and it is not fun to listen to. Um, the tragedy of Remo Drive is maybe something I'll make a goddamn YouTube video about because it is so funny. Um, but yeah, the um, I I am impressed that they that Fallout Boy of all people pulled this subject matter off, um, because like they are assholes in their songs yeah like and this is like kind of pushing it (laughs) yeah for sure um just the the line i want to make you as lonely as me so you can get addicted to this like that is (laughs) it's it's honest it's It's, i'm very honest sure it's honest um yeah but like that's that's male manipulator mode you know bold that that is bold as that is a bold as fuck line to write 
I don't think it's necessarily like a braggadocious way of saying Absolutely it. Absolutely not. I think it's more of a, like an admittance of guilt. Yeah, which is why I think it works. Yeah, definitely. Because um, this, this, uh, if this song was like, yeah, I... It, it's it's by no means the I'm worried about how this album will sell because I yeah. think it will determine the amount of sex that I will have in the future. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like Pete Wentz's future. Like when future is like being a womanizer, it's still hype for some reason. Yeah, I can't distill why it, the science has not figured out why future can be a misogynist and it still work. Yeah, but it does. Um, he named an album Her Loss, which was really funny. That was Drake. No. No, yes, it was. I'm thinking of... Um, <laughs> uh, I think that was Future. Her Loss? Yeah. Her Loss is Drake in 21 Savage. I, it was something similarly toxic. There um, is a Future one that is toxic like that. The, the album title... Is toxic. I love when I search future on Rate Your Music. The first result is a country rock musician. That's crazy. And that, Yo, you listen to Future? Yeah, man. I love his country rock styling. And the few, and the first rapper to come up is not is future. The other future <laughs> is a future from Houston, Texas. That is how future. fucking far am I gonna have to scroll for future? Oh my god, he's so far down. That's crazy. He's the most famous one here. I never liked you is what it's called. I never liked you, yeah. Which is way more toxic than I remembered. It's so fucking funny to call an album that. Um I think that's hard. It's so hard. I never liked you is tough. I never liked you. That that rocks. I but tried to re-listen to that recently and it is not good. I haven't listened to it. I just think the title is funny. And Paired, cover kind of goes hard. Yeah, paired with the cover of him sleeping on an airplane is really <laughs> funny. I never liked you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Pete is not trying to be future on this song, which is why it worked. Um, yeah, he is playing the the role of someone as pathetic as someone who would say this. Yes. Um, which is a a line that a lot of emo musicians need to learn how to walk. Uh. Better figure it out. You better you fucking, fucking figure bitch. it out because a lot of you are insufferable to listen. I just to. write about having voices in my head, <laughs> and it's yeah, and it sounds like you have voices <laughs> in <know>. your head, <laughs> which is which I'm rocks, <laughs> which is dope. It's, it's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> so glad all of you like my awesome horny schizophrenic ramblings. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool stuff, guys. Um, Pretty cool stuff. Um, I'm ready to rate this thing if you are. How long have we been going? A long time. How long is that? Uh, an hour and six minutes. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Um, it's a long go. It's a long go. Yeah. Um, I c- why do I feel like we haven't talked about this song that much on the episode? We've talked about it a lot. Have we? We read all of the lyrics. Yeah, there's not that many lyrics. I know. Most of them repeat. I I mean, that's the thing is that I don't have much to say other than song good. <laughs> and you and I both know, people don't listen for the song. Some people do, but most people listen to hear our fun little japes and jabs. Our fun little japes and, and our fun little jammering. Yeah. Jammerings about is a word. Mr. Lipstick? The Lipstick King. The Lipstick King, yes. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> sort of a true detective esque figure. <laughs> There's the yellow king and the and the lipstick king. <laughs> and me, I'm the ripstick king, baby. Let's fucking go. The, some people call me a lipstick. Columbo type figure. <laughs> uh, the way I'm like one more thing on this podcast. The way I'm like one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I guess we can. She she called me Columbo. The way I have one more thing. <laughs> Oh, and, and one more thing. Uh, my wife told me that uh, I don't have a bit. Let's rate this goddamn song. <laughs> my wife told me that Pavlov is a good song. I thought you had one more thing. I didn't. <laughs> okay. You you say your rating. Eight. Ten. Okay. Perfect ten. <laughs> it's a perfect 10 I have nothing there's nothing wrong with this song it's perfect I could listen to it every day for the rest of my life it might go up to a 9 with more listens I'm just not as familiar with it yeah um, just simply for the fact that it's not on streaming and it's not on the vinyl yeah um, but it is really 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 good definitely a strong 8 um, with potential to uh, with potential for a raise you know yeah yeah uh, if it gets on streaming, I know you'll be like, let's go. Yeah, absolutely. So, if yeah. it gets on streaming, I'll be so fucking hyped. Glad they played yeah, it live. Know. Glad they acknowledged it. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, have there been any more, like, Patreon comments? Should oh, we, oh, let me, let me hop look over. Into that? Let me hop over to this little John, this um, little bitty. If not, oops, uh, but go subscribe there anyway. Uh, Patreon.com slash the dreaded wheel. Um, yes. If you want, if you have a funny comment or question, I don't know how you would submit that, but we might read it on the show. Um, uh, riding strong at eleven patrons. Let's um, fucking go. No new comments. Um. Uh. Well, actually, excuse me. One week ago, Chirp said it is I, the one Patreon subscriber that is a mania truther. So. Chirp, um, you are not gonna like the Mania episodes. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna like that at all. Um, but yeah, go subscribe. Give us your money. Um, did you put up the made you listen? Uh, I tried to. Um, and it would not take it. I was gonna try again after this. Okay. Um, yeah. but that should hopefully be up by the time that this episode is up. Yeah. Next, made you listen on um, Zero by Low Roar. Uh, should be up. Yes, um, yes, yes. We're going to try and get more consistent with the Patreon uploads um, just so there's more incentive for y'all to subscribe. It's not yeah. not mandatory because all the Fallout Boy episodes will still be free and available for everyone. Yes. It's we just start... if, you, if you like us and you think that we're epic. I think that we're neat, yeah. And you want to give us money. We've got to start backlogging next week. Yep. You're going we'll to start backlogging like this weekend, maybe. Probably. Um, um, but before yeah, we spin this damn ass wheel, let me finish rolling out that goddamn red carpet. If you don't, I'm gonna kill you. Okay. Um, there is a gun pointed at my head right now. Um, oh, should I read off our Patreon names? Uh, sure. <laughs> do you want to roll out the red carpet and then I'll read them? Or? Uh, we can do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you're still listening, if you're not listening, Sam Elliott has some words for you. Um, no, I don't mean. <laughs> no, no, you no, do no. mean that. No. Um. Uh. Go follow our bands. 
Uh, we are both in bands, if you didn't know that. Um, Carson's band is the Callous Dow Boys at the Callous Dow Boys on Instagram, at Callous Dow Boys on Twitter. My band is Bummer Hill, uh, at Bummer Hill on Instagram, at Bummer Hill Emo on Twitter. Go follow the podcast, at The Dreaded Wheel on Twitter, um, patreon.com slash The Dreaded Wheel. Um, and let's give a quick shout out to our patrons. Uh, shout yes. out to you. Carson's going to read them. Shout out Jordan Jackson, Wheelman. I don't think out. you have to say the tears on each one of them. Oh, <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> maybe if you're maybe if you're a Wheelman, we'll read. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll say Wheelman Jordan Jackson. Uh, there's only one other option, so now I guess everybody knows the other tears. <laughs> Uh, username G02 uh, or Nicholas McGraw uh, Chirp um, Logan Andrea Quinn Sleep Sundays uh, also known as Elder T uh, Ryan Dez Brant Forbes and he's trying to get he's trying to get one by me but uh, it's not going to work uh, Orange Dylan. <laughs> he changed his name to Dylan Riley on Patreon. <laughs> still Orange you Dylan. Still Orange Dylan. You are still me, Orange Dylan to us. Uh, um, and Madeline Capper. Um, thank you all for subscribing. We really appreciate your patronship. Is that the word? Membership. Patronage. Patronage. Damn, I fucked up real hard this episode. It's okay. Disclusion and patronship. I'm terrible. It's 11.53 We appreciate PM. your husbandry. We, have, <laughs> we appreciate your hands in marriage, all of you. Yes. Uh, and it's time to spin this funny wheel. It's, <laughs> it's time to spin the hilarious wheel. The iconic wheel. <laughs> we should make a t-shirt of the wheel. All right. Ready? Yeah. It's going. The One wheel. of those t-shirts that's like, Blank and blank and blank and blank. Champagne for my real friends. Real f- pain for my sham friends. Wow. Um, Another good song? Uh, yeah, yeah. From, from under the cork tree. From under the cork tree. From under the cork tree. It's a song from, from under the cork tree. From under the cork tree. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, bye. Uh, bye.